Jessica Moorhouse, thanks for joining me today. Thanks so much for having me. Ms. Moorhouse, what is happening with the economy and the markets right now? I think people are very nervous, and we've seen the Toronto Stock Exchange, for example, having one of its worst days in some 80 years. Well, what's going on? Yeah, a lot of volatility. And, uh, you know, when the stock market opens, we will see what happens for the day. It is not looking good from what I've seen online, all the predictions. Last week was a terrible week. It was something I've never experienced or seen. I was honestly very kind of uh, positive at the beginning of the week. I'm like, this is a great time to buy. This is a great opportunity. And the week continued and it just kept on getting worse. A lot more panic. Um, I think obviously all of it has to do with COVID-19 and all the uncertainty around that. Um, and so a lot of people are just worried about, is this actually the end of the world? I would like to think positive and say, no, it is not. This is just a very difficult situation we are in. So we need to be rational. We need to not make some rookie mistakes like selling everything in our investment portfolios just so we can have a hoard of money to put under our mattresses. Don't do that. Well, don't usually, when when the markets drop suddenly like this, isn't there usually a, a bounce back as people buy low and then hope it'll go up and get sell high kind of thing? Well, that's the thing. There has been a, a little bit of a bounce back. It's, it's continued to plummet, but almost every day you will see it go back up a little bit. But I think as the news keeps on refreshing and we keep on getting new information about the pandemic, it keeps on going down. So I feel like until we really get some good news about what is going on there, some positive information about a solution, it's going to continue to go down. But there will be bouts of uh, going back up. I mean, I think that is what's going on with the Federal Reserve, um, you know, lowering their interest rate. I foresee that happening again with the Bank of Canada. So that may give the stock market a bit of a boost, but it's, it's really hard to tell. Well, you, you mentioned a couple of important points. The banks around the world have lowered their rates rather dramatically and rather suddenly and unexpectedly in many cases. What kind of effect would that have on the economy, on people's habits and business habits? Absolutely. Well, the goal of that is to stabilize the markets and to give some people some peace of mind. It's like everything is okay. Continue to spend uh, money, continue to borrow money, continue to do business as usual. That is kind of the goal. Um, I don't know if it's really working. I think people are panicked. Uh, They don't really care about what is happening there. I think a lot of people aren't really paying attention to what's going on with the stock market. They're more concerned about this health scare. And uh, and so they're just making some decisions based on uh, not, you know, typical good traditional advice based off, you know, 100 years of history of the stock market, but they're just trying to, you know, hoard as much as they can so they can just bunker down in their homes for months to come because they think that's the, that's the only way to survive this. Well, as a financial advisor, what are the do's and don'ts for people in in terms of handling their money in an economy that is so variable and uncertain? Well, it really depends on your situation uh, financially. There's a lot of people out there that are very concerned about uh, their livelihood, their work. I know a lot of people out there that may lose their jobs because businesses are going to be uh, required to close. I I know people that have lost their jobs already, and it's very early days in uh, the situation. Myself included, my business has shifted a lot. A big part of my business was public speaking. Obviously, that is not going to be the case for the months to come. And so I think a lot of people are very concerned about uh, where's the money going to come from and how am I going to survive? And so in that instance, it may not be your your best option to just put a bunch of money from your bank account into investments. You want to really prioritize your emergency fund if you can. If you are still uh, earning an income, make sure you are dedicating a good portion of that income to your emergency fund, your savings account, and all that. And uh, and 
really just focus on making sure you have enough. We don't want you to get into a situation where you do have to borrow and get into debt. And then for the next 12 months, you're just paying off that debt. We really want to do what we can today, cut back on any, uh, you know, things that are not essential to your life and really focus on just, uh, you know, saving as much money as possible. But if people are doing that and not spending, then isn't that also kind of feeding into this circular thing of the economy going downhill kind of thing? Because if they're not buying, companies aren't selling, they're not making, they're not this kind of thing? A little bit. However, I think a lot of uh, the big issue and what probably will trigger an ultimate recession, which I, I do believe will happen, is um, that the government will say, no, these businesses have to close or we're doing limited hours. I don't think it's necessarily going to be that uh, people don't want to spend their money. I, I, I think, you know, part of it. But I think also, like, we won't really have the option to spend our money. I know, you know, seeing what's going on in the States and New York and all that kind of stuff, I think uh, those limitations will kind of uh, force uh, that to happen but yeah like you said i I think also i sometimes i think even though we're really told to self-isolate just stay at home um there's lots of ways that you can spend money just by your you know sitting on your couch there's still amazon is still available you can you know sign up for deal uh, or meal delivery kits uh i mean as long as those are still available it's something i'm uh, certainly looking at there's still ways to spend money if you want to from your couch but i feel like uh with all of the shifts and uh, you know restrictions uh, put in place so we can protect ourselves i think that'll be a big uh, a big issue. When this crisis finally ends, because it, it will eventually end, mm-hmm. how long does it take for an economy in this state to recover? Mm-hmm. It really depends. I, I, it's hard to say because we've never seen something like this before. We've never, this isn't, I, I feel like, really comparable to the last market crash in 2008, 2009, because that had nothing to do with this health pandemic that we're dealing with now. We have no idea when we will find a solution, uh, you know, have a vaccine ready. Um, and and so there's so much more uncertainty, I feel like, in this instance than compared to other kind of market corrections or crashes. It's really hard to compare. In my view, you know, this isn't going to be resolved in just a matter of weeks or months. We are definitely looking at a year, if not more than that. Jessica Morehouse, thank you very much for this. Thanks so much for having me.